Hello, welcome back to the Work-Life Mindset Podcast. I am so excited to have you join me here today because we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is routines, right? Um, I'm really passionate about routines, morning, evening routines, the neuroscience behind it, mostly due to the fact that this is what kicked off my transformation. This is what kicked off my growth, uh, my journey from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, my journey from stress, anxiety, and overwhelm every day to a state now of calm and joy and abundance. And if there's one thing I, I really advocate to people and when people talk to me about what I've done with my life in the last couple of years, it always comes back to routine. And I think a lot of people don't realize that you're all we all live in a routine right now. Um, something like 90% of the actions we take every day are the same as the day before, right? Same thoughts, same actions, same beliefs, same results, generally. And this is a cycle that the brain puts us in for for good reason, really. I mean, the brain consumes a bunch of energy. It's one of the highest energy consuming muscles in the body. So it knows that if it's always going, 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 solving problems, thinking, making decisions, it it wears itself out. And I experience this on days when I'm creating a lot or I'm thinking a lot. I might be sitting in the same place. This happened even in school when on big test days and days of finals, like you'd come home so exhausted. Um, Maybe it was at work in a day of long, intense meetings, like you're more tired than maybe if you ran a big race and the brain just it saps energy. So it wants to put you in a state of routine or even on autopilot. And I talk about autopilot in a lot of my content and my courses. And it's this concept that, you know, the brain just wants to automize things. I look at autopilot, the best way I can explain it is is like when you're driving, not just you switch on autopilot, but you know, if you're commuting to work, you're commuting to school, you're driving somewhere, you drive very often and you show up and you're like, whoa, I don't even remember how I got there. Like, I know I made those turns. Like, was I even thinking or was my head somewhere else? Well, yeah, you were thinking, you were noticing, you were paying attention. Um, but your brain had kind of taken that task and put it on autopilot and allowed your brain, you know, your thoughts to wander to other things. Now, if a deer jumped in the car, would you react? Yes, like you're paying attention, but you've done something over and over again so much. Your brain can actually put yourself on autopilot and allow space for more things to come in. Now, with routines, um, particularly in the morning, I realize that, you know, we get up the same way every day and <clears throat> changing the way I got up, actually bringing attention to how I was getting up and making a plan, playing with it, pivoting, failing, learning, really just effing it up and figuring it out was the way that I transformed my mental state and my actions and my career and my health and my wellness and everything that I have going now. I can really point back to a really strong, powerful morning routine. Um, The concept here is we don't want to wake up and just be reactionary, right? I used to get up same time as my wife and kids get downstairs. We're all rushing to eat breakfast. 
we're getting ready. They're getting ready for school. I'm getting ready for work. Immediately, I'm thinking about work. I'm not able to be present and <clears throat> go to work, go to school, whatever. And the day goes. And then all of a sudden, the day's gone, um, which is a bummer because the brain is really prime for creativity in the morning. Not so much analytical thinking, but definitely creativity. Um, and we don't want to miss that opportunity. If you lose an hour in your morning, you're going to spend the whole day looking for it. Um, running around and waking up re in a reactive state every day um, is part of what has created stress and anxiety for me. And it's part of the reason there's resistance to like wanting to do things like work out and exercise and eat healthy and maybe grow your side business, whatever it is. And it just doesn't happen because <clears throat> you're not making intention for it. And again, if you lose an hour in the morning, you're going to spend the whole day looking for it. If you spend your whole day looking for the most important time you've lost, you'll be spending your whole life on this like lower level path that you could have had. And regret is not anything I'm willing to accept anymore in life, particularly later in life. Um, I've read some phenomenal books of by people that have, you know, on their written on their deathbed and also a lot of hospice workers that recognize regret is like the biggest thing people struggle with at the end of life. They didn't live life to their own path. They lived it based on what they thought others wanted. And I, I'm not willing to do that, right? I'm, I'm going to prioritize and maximize my morning hours because I don't want to be left wondering what life could have been. I don't want to be left wondering what I could have had, right? Um, <clears throat> if I wake up like I used to wake up, I was basically just settling for less in my choices, less in my relationship and my eating and health and diet, my environment, my income and my life. And now given the fact that most people that are maybe even listening to this, you operate on a nine to five-ish schedule, the hours before 9 a.m. are incredibly significant. And some of you listening might even have kids like me and other responsibilities that are like immediately pressing upon you, usually around that 7 a.m. period, right? And again, I'm speaking from experience. My wife and kids, 7 a.m., we're up, we're rolling. They're out the door, 7.45, 8. Life is busy. I get it. It's crazy. But the question is, do you still have the fire burning within you or are you letting life burn out your flame. Because if you start your day at 7am, you've already lost the most important hours of your day, you've already lost your chance to radically separate yourself intellectually, emotionally, spiritually from the masses. Okay, if you don't do a morning routine, then you're probably repeating the past over and over every single day. And the purpose of a morning routine is to stop repeating the past. Right? You want to put yourself in a position for development and growth so that you have a new and consciously developing future, right? One that you are writing the script to. This is what I call intentional living. We don't worry about the past. We just put our attention to the future. Because without a morning routine, you're going to be far less equipped to deal with the changes of life. My mindful morning routine consists of a lot of activities that are there to strengthen resilience and self-awareness because life is stressful. There's no way around that. I can't really control the stressors that are always coming into my life, but I can control how I react to them, right? Uh, and it's through our routines 
that we are equipped emotionally, relationally, and even spiritually with all that we are striving to do. Okay. And I kind of dare you to take on this biggest growth challenge and, you know, take on a big risk of your life without having any practices for clarity, creativity, and productivity every day. Because if you're someone who just like avoids doing routines in the morning or the evening, then you're really avoiding the greatest growth of your life. You're still holding on to this old identity. You're still holding on to a fixed mindset. You might even still be telling yourself that you don't need stuff like that to make great progress. You know, this story I hear a lot. No, I'm, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. That's you holding on to an old identity. I'm going to call BS because you've chosen and you have this belief you're not a morning person. But that doesn't mean anything. We can all change. We all get to change if we want. So what do you do between 5 and 7 a.m.? If you could give yourself two hours every morning dedicated to learning, to thinking, to planning, to meditating, writing in your journal, exercising, I promise you, your life is going to change, right? How a person spends the hours from 5 to 7 a.m. are a pretty clear indicator of how successful they are going to be. But for most people, those hours from 5 to 7 a.m., make or break their entire life, okay? And if you think this doesn't apply to you, it probably does. And your trigger points the direction of your most needed change. So how are you going to spend the hours of 5 to 7 a.m.? Do you spend half of that time sleeping? Do you, sp- do you, like, sleep that entire duration? Do you spend that time working out? Because we're talking about starting your day and how you start something is very important, Right? There have been a lot of studies done on the costliness of course corrections in life and business after making mistakes. So it's important to get things dialed at the beginning. Same with your day. How you start your day is extremely important. Okay. So that's kind of a challenge. An idea here to think about is what do you need to do to start shifting a morning routine? And I'll go into this in, you know, more detail, but a little bit here that I'm I'm willing to share is this idea of like, what should you do first thing in the morning, right? If you want to set yourself apart in life, you got to make your first priority to be novelty and creative acts, okay? Doing new things, things that are creative are going to be directly related to the amount that you can growth. Okay. You can actually become an overnight success if you get up and just do some different things, some different habits, right? Some different routines. Reading books is a great way to get started. This is what I started reading books, reading articles on personal growth and development. That got me going. And now it's it's even more. I have a much more mindful based morning routine with meditation and reflective journaling and visualization and affirmations and exercising and and getting outside. And I can do most of all that within an hour. And often then I have another hour for creative endeavors, doing whatever it is that, you know, I want to really work on that's that's new and exciting. And this is a key part too. your morning routine should be important things, not the urgent things. This isn't the time for you to get up and go on your work email and get ahead on things. This is the time for you to work on projects. This is time for you to work on yourself, 
right? You want to like elevate yourself while most people continue just sleeping in, right? What do you do between the hours of 5 to 7 a.m.? And I've said it before on the podcast, I really do prioritize sleep, but this is the one time training yourself to get up earlier at like say 5 a.m., maybe 6 a.m., whatever it is for you. It's okay to kind of have some rough sleep for a couple days. We need to reset the circadian rhythm. And you do this by consistently waking up. Okay, at first you're going to still stay up late. You might not fall asleep till your normal time at 10, 11, 12, whatever. Set an alarm and get up early and do it for a week straight. And eventually you're going to be so exhausted at the end of the day that you're falling asleep at 9 or 10. So you can still get those 8 hours of sleep. For me, 8.30 is the start of bedtime for us. Kids go down. By 9 o'clock, I'm in my bed. I'm almost always asleep by 9.30. And I get up at 5 a.m. every day pretty consistently. In fact, usually I wake up a couple minutes before. And I just see the alarm and <laughs> try to shut it off before it wakes my wife up. And through this process, I've learned I'm a seven and a half hour sleeper. That's, that's all I need. Um, I prioritize that. But learning to get up early took a period of just being exhausted. So try this out. And the last tip I'll give you have a plan for what you're going to do when you get up. Don't just wake up and go sit on the couch and lay back down. Choose the two, three things you're going to do. And even better, write them down somewhere the night before, along with the time you're going to wake up. Okay? The brain is more analytical at night, so it's the best time to make the plan. It's more creative in the morning, and you're less likely to be able to come up with a plan. I still wake up groggy, half asleep, and I don't want to think about what I need to do. Because if I don't have a plan, if I don't have shoes laid out to exercise, if my journal's not primed at the table, if my phone and headphones to meditate aren't sitting out in my meditation pillow, then I'm not going to do that. So I prime my environment every night. It's as far as we'll go today, but stay tuned. I'm going to do quite a few more episodes of not just the power routines, but how to craft a mindful morning routine, one that is going to lead you to live with more intention by focusing your attention. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like this episode, please give us a rating and review. That is the only way we grow. I'm not doing sponsors at any point here. And uh, if you like this stuff, I've got a lot of tips and tools for time management and routines on the website, worklifemindset.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Christopher Stinson and Instagram at Work Life Mindset. Also, I'm on LinkedIn, Chris Stinson. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in.